0: So you told me it was a pretty amazing day for you today.
1: Hey, six feet above, better than six feet below. Yeah, but so Well, six, had, six foot four inches to be technical.
0: I'm six foot three. Well, well, it really kills me. You know, when you're six foot three and most people are shorter than you, anyone that's taller than you, you kind of look at, like, you probably get the same thing at six
1: four. If there's anyone that's taller than you, you're like, what the hell, man? That doesn't bother me. It's just it's a new sensation. You have to like lean up like, dang, I got to lean back dog. this old boy. Yeah. I'm not used to it. I feel awkward.
0: But anyways, you said you got the Popeye chicken sandwich today?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, spicy one. How was it? Dude, it was legit. Tell me about everything. Like, tell me about the unwrapping, the the first bite. I mean, I'm not going into that much detail. But, like, literally, as soon as you pull out of the little foil pack thing it comes in, it just feels like it, it's solid. It's heavy. You're like, oh, man, this this is a heck of a sandwich. I, I don't know. Literally, I pull out of the bag, and I'm just, like, holding it in my hand. Like, oh, man. there's gonna be legit. Was it juicy? It was. First bite. Good batter, good fry. It comes with a sauce. I was actually talking to Mike about it. Which Mike? Hines. Okay. He said he couldn't come by tonight. I tried. I asked him. He is our Matt Damon. I tried, man. Maybe next show. But he said the sauce kind of threw him off. But mine was real thin, like almost like a like mayonnaise kind of thin, you know, not heavy, but just enough to like give it just a small application. So I feel like that's a good level for it. The interesting thing too about it's uh the pickles, I guess, quote unquote. It's like an old school farmer's pickle. I mean, it's like a cut cucumber, but it's pickled, obviously. Huh. But I mean, it's it it's thick. It's like two or three half dollars put together. I'm glad you had it. Hey, hands down, it beats Chick-fil-A. I will say
0: that. We are going to have to do a blind chicken taste test. What do you think about that? I mean, we can. It's not even going to be close, though. All right. This has gone on for a while. Let's drink some whiskey. Sounds even better. (laughs) my name is john edwards and with me is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us part of your day say hello to the folks zeke baker hello how are you not too shabby you're feeling good ate a chicken sandwich
1: today still fighting allergies man i got, it's got to feel like i have a nosebleed probably about three times a day just from blowing the damn thing it is the day before thanksgiving we
0: are pulling the curtain back and letting everybody know we're recording. I just want to tell everybody, I'm very thankful for everyone who listens to us. And Zeke, I am thankful for you. Hey, somebody's got to save you. It's the only time you're ever <laughs> going to hear me say this is one day a year. Just
1: want to say, I'm thankful for you, buddy. Oh, every now and then I'll pull some bottle out. You've been wanting to taste for a while and you'll be thankful again.
0: Yeah, and then you're you're thankful when I edit and you don't have to. <laughs> Damn right. This is one of these nights that I'm very thankful because it's just the two of us. I think there's a song. I'm not going to sing it. It's nice to just have you all to myself. <laughs> I
1: don't know where this is going, but we need to start talking about the booze. Well, today's show is brought to you by CascarTel.com,
0: changing the industry standard in how you get your alcohol shipped to you. Get the world's best spirits delivered directly to your door with CascarTel. whatever it is, Whether it's tequila, rum, gin, vodka, whiskey, bourbon, scotch, whatever it is, they have it. They are like the Amazon of the spirits industry. You go to castcartel.com, they set you up with a marketplace that will ship to your door. If you're lazy, you're sitting on the couch, you don't want to go out to the store, you want to get it shipped right to you. It's not going to be that instant gratification but it's going to be a heck of a lot easier. You're not spending gas to go out to the store, all that kind of stuff. Go to Cass Cartel, get your spirits shipped directly to you. CassCartel.com, changing the industry standard. Follow them on Instagram at Cass Cartel. They're always doing a bunch of giveaways. They are doing a Pappy giveaway right now for samples of Pappy. So you want to follow them and get on that. We thank them for being an awesome sponsor And please go to CassCartel.com. Zeke, hi. Hi. We're drinking something and admittedly, I want to apologize to the folks over at Barrel. We have had these three sitting here for about a month or two and we just haven't got to them between the interviews and, and the other stuff that was coming in. Everything kind of falls to the queue and we don't always get to the queue as quickly as we would like to but we are finally getting to this and we want to do something on this one a little bit different. So we have three offerings from barrel. We have a batch 20. We have a batch 21. And then we have the American vatted malt whiskey. I don't have the details behind the 21, but Zeke actually just took the bottle of 20 away from me. It's 106.7 proof. It is a 10 year old whiskey. I don't know how old 21 is. I just know it's 106.34 proof. And then I know that the American vatted malt is 117.5 proof. And there it's cast strength. (laughs) It says the vatted malt is a blend of variety of one and a half to eight year old single malts from the U S The result is a complex and exceptional blend bottled at cast strength so that you can experience its true flavor. It was distilled in New York, Texas, Indiana, New Mexico, Washington, Arizona. The thing about barrel that everybody knows is they are very good at sourcing whiskey. A lot of the regular batches are Tennessee, Indiana, Kentucky. Batch 20 is distilled in Tennessee and Kentucky. Batch 21, I have to assume, is the same, but sometimes they do differ. So don't quote me on that.
1: Well, and I wouldn't necessarily say good at sourcing barrels. I mean, I think anybody that has a phone number to a broker could source a barrel. That's how you blend it. They do some very innovative things with their blends. And that's definitely what's, you know, over time as they've transitioned from, you know, starting out with MGP and stuff like that. To to finding these barrels that have been at you know at broker houses and in ways to blend and mingle them that offer a very unique product that is a very
0: good point and that is why i'm thankful for you zeke baker and i want to apologize to the good folks at barrel because i did sell them short by saying sourcing as we know from everybody that we talk to blending is a huge part of it you got nothing on that
1: I thought you were going to continue on you just kind of
0: no i'm trying to i'm, I'm trying a uh,
1: a new leaf <laughs> it's like when i see you turn around you got back then ass and fall off whoop
0: but i'm just i'm just trying to uh trying to start a new thing cutting myself off
1: no i mean you know barrel still does single barrel picks they still do obviously a ton of blending and to me i even wonder that much blending to that large of a scale i mean i guess over time you obviously get pretty damn good at it but that's got to be tough to try and you know figure all right this is going to be this this is going to yield this especially with sourced barrels to where you, you know there may be more variety and other things going on in them that would make it much harder to predict what happens once you blend them all you yeah. know go from a you know a a micro format to a macro let's not beat around the bush we got three of these to go through hey wham bam thank you ma'am
0: I really like the nose on the 20 it's sweet but it's uh, got some caramel and some of that good stuff that you would expect in a a good whiskey. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to name them because everybody just goes, oh, there's John naming all the shit that's in every single whiskey. Again. But <laughs> it's sweet. I mean, the, the differentiator I would say on the nose for this one is it, it's sweeter than I would think I would get at this high proof.
1: No, I, I thought it was uh, somewhere between a good blend of like candy corn and caramels put together. Exactly. Now, gran- granted, and caramel. Granted, you know, we're not too far removed from Halloween, but uh, it, it definitely brings back those memories of, you know, uh, kind of mingling through the, the kids' uh, hall, you know, a few nights after Halloween and getting a few tastes of things here and there.
0: Yeah. When, when the kids are young, we're lucky that our kids are young enough that if a candy goes
1: missing, they don't know exactly what their hall was. I, I mean – it, it was for the show. I did that to help, you know, enhance my tasting notes. Yeah, we got to know peanuts and
0: caramel and nougat and toffee, all that. Sour Patch kids. Sour
1: Patch kids. <laughs> Actually, I was excited when I saw that because I knew the kid wasn't going to be into the sour tartness of it. I'm like, yeah, no, dad, just go ahead and take the one for the team on this one, buddy. I, I don't want you to get some candy you don't like. Sophia had, like, they have those really small Sour Patch kids packs that only
0: have like four Sour Patches. Yeah. To them. And so I was like, oh, Sophia grabbed it out of the bag. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to give it to her because I don't think she's going to like it. And then she'll get rid of them and not, you know, I'm like looking at that one. I'm like, that's the one that has the most sugar. I don't want her to have that one. Yeah. She liked it. <laughs> and then she ran around the room for like 20 minutes. I imagine that was a good time. Oh, it was fun. I chased her. She said I was a monster and made me chase her. So it's every other day that ends in Y. Yeah. But like it's a game. She doesn't really think I'm a monster. She says, Daddy, play monster. <laughs> so what do you think on tasting this bad boy? Or juice, you just dip your beard in it? I did dip my beard in it. I it, it's I get that nose. It's like an extra nose that I get when I dip my beard in it. The taste is kind of pretty pretty solid to the, the nose, right? I think it's sweet. I do get a little bit of corn in there, but... It's not that off-putting corn that we don't like. It, it's, <laughs> you know, a sweet candy corn. It's very creamy on the mouthfeel. I think they did a very good job blending for mouthfeel on this one because it it feels thick. It feels like over 100 proof, but it doesn't burn. For hundred almost 107 proof, there's not a burn there. I, I like this pour. Finish is nothing super memorable, it it's there but it doesn't linger for a whole heck of a long time i'd say short to medium but we never really bring up the finish unless there's
1: something unique about it yeah um for me i thought it was was super sweet at the front end i mean really just as simple as that um although at least for me toward the back you know once it got about mid to back palette definitely all of a sudden the uh the dickle rye kick jumped in. I'll save this until after we have the the batch 21, as far as, you know, kind of a comparison. But I, I I do think some of the reason that it's so noticeable is it's so sweet that even though that kick may not be the biggest jolt as far as the, the you know, change in the profile, it really does a complete 180 and then just, whoa, I thought I had something nice, sweet, and easy going here. And then all of a sudden, you know, kind of get uh you know, snookered or sucker punched or whatever. So that, that kind of you know, threw me off a little bit. Didn't seem the most, uh you know, even kiltered front to back. And then as far as a finish, I just got kind of the, you know, the lingering medicinal from the Tennessee component that's in there.
0: But I, I think you're right. And I think uh, I I agree with you on that, that it is almost kind of like two different pours. Some people really like that having the sweet in the beginning and then the the kick at the end it is kind of you know a Jekyll and Mr Hyde you know it starts off as Bruce Banner and then it it finishes like the Hulk I wouldn't
1: say it's an overwhelming kick but you're just like oh there's a the spice it's you just know? such a change from the super sweet profile in the front end that it, to me to me it' just enough to throw me off like oh man it's one of those <laughs> days like today where it starts off at 60 degrees and then it ends at 30 degrees and you're like what the hell happened not not a bad pour by any means but definitely that that harsh transition that that curve really threw me off
0: yeah but i like what they do blending this especially knowing that it has the tennessee component it's a 10 year old whiskey you put a 10 year old whiskey from tennessee anything over over 10 years tennessee
1: could be older could be the kentucky's only 10
0: well no but i'm saying anything that's over 10 years in in tennessee you know where it's coming from right oh yeah it doesn't taste like that which is a good thing I think they've done a
1: good job of blending that out. So let's move on to to 21. 21. Not blackjack, you know, but the pour in your glass.
0: So this one is sweet to me, but it doesn't have the, the caramel. It doesn't have the caramel aspect that the 20 had. It's more just sweet. It's like candy on the nose.
1: I got a much more, I guess, mature aspect to it. Pick up a little bit of oak in there. Yep. A little bit of fruit, a little bit of floral. Uh, but but it's not it's not sugary sweet you know like a, a cotton candy or some other confectioner product which no, is which is more what I got off the first one.
0: No no no, not sweet like a candy. But it's sweet with everything together, like the floral, the fruit, the you know the fruit I would consider to be. No one's ever going to hear this tasting note before, but I feel like this is a high sugar content fruit. You know how fruits have simple sugars in it. Well, Part yeah. Are
1: you going to give an example of one? Um, I don't know.
0: I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You tell I was hoping you were going to tell me which fruits
1: have I, higher sugar. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm a pharmacist. Well, I figured you know shit like this. It reminds me of. I don't know an example. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would think it would be like a darker fruit, like a plum or a,
1: a peach. I know peach isn't the dark, but it's more I, like a peach. I definitely get a good floral, like say, a floral note component in there too. I mean nose wise this one definitely seems to be much more rounded and obviously we don't know an age here unfortunately but if i had to guess it it would be at least 10 plus as well and the taste the rye
0: spice and any spice with this one really doesn't hit me until the finish and it really builds it's not something like the the 20 where it's the yin and the yang it's the it builds slowly after it goes down your throat. It just kind of like, it's like just coming back up your throat a little bit, that spice, but it's not that 20 where
1: it's boom, boom. And that's what I was kind of, you know, trying to get in my head subjectively going back and forth between the two. I don't think it's honestly that much different of a rye kick as far as the amount you get, but I, I think the whole front end being such a different, you know, landscape, so to speak, with getting a little more oak in there, a little more, you know, fruit and floral kind of component, it just stages it so much better from front to back. It is just being a, a much smoother ride and, and I guess better experience, so to speak. This one's like a slow jam
0: where everything kinda builds rather than it it doesn't punch you in the face, it kinda
1: builds. No, not, and honestly, I mean as far as anything involving Tennessee. T- Tennessee Tullahoma whiskey, whether it be a blend or even just you know, some single barrel picks and whatnot, this ranks up there as, as one of my much more favorable ones. I'm a big fan of this 21. And for I think you I'm, and I to agree. Well, I think a neat note about it too is it, it doesn't have that medicinal vitamin note at the back that everybody always, you know, kind of harps on as well. No, it's that
0: floral, everything is that fruity floral. Yeah. So
1: I not oak. this is just, you know, with Kentucky or something else, but blend wise, I would say yeah. Cheers on this one.
0: The one thing we don't know when we look at this stuff is, you know, it says like distilled in Tennessee and Kentucky, but you don't know what the percentages are. So you don't know like you would in some other ones like, hey, it's 80% 10-year Kentucky juice and 20% 15-year Tennessee juice. You don't have that breakdown. Big
1: fan of this 21. Yeah. I mean, from what I remember when we had the, um, you know, that 15-year they put out last year's an allocated release. I said, what I remember, I would take this over that 15. Easy.
0: Well, we still have, that is like one that is still under review because we had two samples of that. One I had with Joe at the Nashville Whiskey Festival and I thought it was great. You had been drinking. But it came right from the bottle. I wasn't drinking that much. The other one we had came from a sample bottle. You know, a boss Round.
1: Well, I tasted it before that. I tasted it from a professional sample at Elixir. I don't know. I had the same response both times.
0: I don't know. I had one that was really, really good and one that was... So, I don't know. I'm still saying I'm going to give them the
1: benefit of the doubt. We need to try the 15-year again. Well, either way, I'm confident in saying, especially from the consumer standpoint, knowing the price difference in the two, I think the 21 is a much better bang for the buck.
0: If we're talking about bang for the buck, which is what you and I are all about, 21 all day. And I don't know. I mean, typically these kind of come out at around 100 bucks, 90 to 100. I don't know what the vatted whiskey comes out at. I really should have done more homework here, but let's transition over to that. Again, it was distilled in New York, Texas, Indiana, New Mexico, Washington, and Arizona. Not places that you always hear in a blend. It was 117.5 proof. Now, if I'm assuming here, right? So, New York, there's a bunch of distilleries in New York. The Washington one's interesting. There's some stuff up there starting to come out. Because that could be Westland. They could have taken some of the Westland malt and
1: put it in here. What throws me off is New Mexico and Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. But also kind of funny, no Wyoming. You know, they're they're starting to have some stuff leach out in places. Wyoming doesn't have a lot of malt, but like Colorado has a lot of malt. So it would be
0: interesting to see what like a Colorado malt would do in here. Guess they're not a uh, they're
1: not selling any barrels.
0: Probably not. It's also who's gonna give them barrels. The nose for me, at least, I get a lot of malt on the nose.
1: I mean, I do from a distance, but once I get into it, I get youth, corn, kind of sawmilly. Well, and it does have one-and-a-half to eight-year single malts. But, yeah, I mean, at first, the malt's detectable. But then, if you get down in there a little bit more on it, nose-wise, I get youth. You know, I get some alcohol astringency. I I don't get anything that I really would have expected from just the bland term, a malt whiskey and not scotch, you know? Yeah. an, An American malt, I guess. We do love some American single malts. But to me, the... The youth and the corn, at least in the nose, stand out way more than this being a, a malted product. It definitely drinks a little bit hotter than I would expect. I and mean, the proof is
0: 117, but it's a hot and spicy 117, almost like a red hot a little bit.
1: It definitely has a kick. It's hot front to back, and the back gives you an extra, uh, you know, jolt to the throat as it's moving down. But tasting, I still get a lot more corn than I do anything, really. It honestly really surprised me coming into this, because I remember, I guess, last year, maybe two years ago now, there was a light blue label. It's called, like, the, the Infinite Project or something, you know? Oh, do? yeah, the the barrel, like, the Infinity Barrel thing. Um, but that was a heavily malted blend, and I I enjoyed that immensely. I drank two or three of them. Yeah, they have some really good ones. Um, I mean, But I, then I, coming around to this, like I said, I, I guess maybe I'd had in my mind it would be something along those lines just simply because the you know it's a blend from them and malt being involved but to me this is a, a completely different profile in every single aspect really
0: i mean i think that's the thing with some of these is they have so many different offerings you're bound to find a barrel that you're gonna like you might just have to taste through i mean they have rum they have rye they have whiskey. They have the vatted American malt. They have all their regular bourbon blends. I mean, there's something that barrel has that you're going to like. I mean, I can't get over. I remember how much we loved that barrel rye that came out. I remember it was one of our first shows. We put that up against the,
1: the peerless when it first came out. I loved that barrel rye. hmm I wonder if the use component may have thrown off the, uh, the blending or the expected outcome just because thinking back to when uh did the uh the treaty oak blends you know there was some young stuff in that when we were doing that at the store the the youngest use literally you could go from even at five percent some of those you could just tell hey this completely masked the entire profile we had going before and like say even such a minuscule amount and uh just Thinking about that in my head, I wonder if that ended up being a little more problematic of blending than doing other stuff. Just simply because I think everything else they've had's always had a pretty solid age statement.
0: Yeah, and and a lot of the stuff they've had has always been a little bit older, so it's probably got to be hard to put in one and a half to eight years. You know, either way, I'm a big buy on the twenty one. I would probably you know even buy the twenty. If you're curious about the malt, if you like American malts, go ahead and try that one at a bar. That's probably where.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd go uh, definitely a, a buy for the 21. The malt's definitely a bar for me. And then for 20. I, I I'd go say, either way. I would say, you know, know your profile. If yeah. if you love Tullahoma, Tennessee whiskey, this is a, a, a pretty solid variance from it. As far as, uh you know, holding a lot of the characteristics of being a different label. And honestly, that front end is super sweet. And if you're someone that is, you know, used to and, and likes that <laughs> dick rye kicker out right at the back, it's got a good one. <laughs>
0: yeah. Go ahead and, and check out Barrel. Find some of their stuff. You know you're going to find something that you like out of whatever they have. Speaking of things that we like. I want to let you know this show is also sponsored by our friend at distilleryproducts.com. They supply all the glassware to us. And Zeke, I want to tell you a story because each week and I'm not lying, this isn't BS. I'm not feeding lines for somebody that sponsors us, but each week there is somebody who reaches out to me and says, you know what? I reached out to distilleryproducts.com and you guys are right. They have great glassware at great prices we're saving a bunch of money from what we used to actually put out for glassware. This is great. Thank you for getting me in touch with them. Vicky is the best over there. I'm always getting positive feedback from people that reach out to distilleryproducts.com. And and my one thing I always say back to them is, you tell them we sent you. So <laughs> so uh a lot of people are checking out distilleryproducts.com. If you're a bourbon group, if you're a distillery, if you're a store, and you want to get Glen you want to get the two of glass, you want to get the neat glass, you want Wee Glen They have Wee Glen I always thought the only place to get those little Glen Cairns were at Heaven Hill. Mm-hmm. You can get them on distilleryproducts.com. They have all sorts of glasses. They have that dram glass everyone likes from. Will it? All sorts of stuff. Go ahead and go to distilleryproducts.com. Make sure to tell them the dad sent you. Zeke, people can find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Find us wherever you download your podcasts. Please leave us an open and honest review. Just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. We want to thank Barrel Bourbon and Barrel Whiskey for sending us over these samples. And thank you for letting us give our open and honest opinion about them. Zeke, where
1: else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. And check us out
0: on December 6th. We're going to be at the Holiday Spirits Fest in Franklin, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.